Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 356, and welcome back to my, well, back porch, I guess. You know, I'm not on the front porch. Uh, we have guests staying in our uh, beautiful Airbnb, and it's been so cool. I mean, we've had a lot of people staying there, which has been really awesome, but I got to tell you, missing that front porch a whole lot. Uh, we got a few days where uh, people weren't in it, and so Patty and I were sitting out there just having a, a good time enjoying enjoying it. This morning, actually, no one was in it, and so uh, the boys and I sat out there around the fire and it was awesome. It was awesome just being out there on the front porch. But, you know, the back porch isn't too bad. You know, I just feel like I'm missing out on life in the back porch. I don't know. I can't see neighbors. Nobody's walking by. And, you know, honestly, it's an interesting thing. I'm um, I'm kind of an ambivert. Uh, I look like an extrovert. I'm really not. I I'm actually enjoy the quiet, enjoy kind of being alone. But there's something about the front porch. I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of in jumping into whatever's going on in the neighborhood or whatever. Back porch feels very private and all to myself. So, and I suppose that sometimes that's great. But for me, I'm a front porch person. Hence, front porch confessional. Uh, I had a really cool week. I was in California. got to spend time uh, with a lot of great friends. And uh, also, this week has been so cool in this way is I think I've had three or four people just randomly either text me or, uh, you know, when I was hanging out, just go, hey, I listened to the podcast and it was so cool and da, 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 And they started interacting on ways that um, the passage was interacting with their life. And I just was like, really, I mean, that stuff is so humbling to me, but it's also like, it feels so communal, which is, I think is how scripture is meant to be it's i grew up most of my life where the bible was like this very individualistic thing you do you know it's my personal relationship with the lord and this is my personal devo time and and all those things are great really honestly they're great but it's such a more it's such a beautiful thing when like somebody's reading the same passage you're reading and they're like whoa I got that out of that. I was like, yeah, me too. Like, I'm learning that. And, and you know, we, we've talked about this on the podcast, but that's really what this is all about. This is why I'm doing this podcast, why I continue to do this podcast is I'm learning stuff. I'm figuring stuff out. And then as I learn it, just kind of bringing it here going, whoa, I mean, this is amazing. Like, this is so great. Are you guys catching on to this? And and so it's cool when people grab me or they, they talk to me and they go, man, that's so cool. And that impacted me and it made a huge difference. So... So cool. And those of you who are listening who maybe have, uh, you know, had that interaction with me, thank you so much. It really, really is encouraging to me. And thank you for all of you who continue to listen. There's a bunch of you who have been, are brand new, and there's a bunch of you who've been listening for quite a while. Uh, so excited. There's, there's a bunch of us trying to figure this thing out together. So cool. And then thanks. Uh, there's a crew of you who donate to this podcast to make it happen. You pay the fees, uh, help me to, to kind of move forward and do the different things I need to do in order to keep this podcast going. So huge thanks to you. If you would like to join that crew, you can go to frontporchconfessional.com. There's a little button there that says partner. And uh, there's multiple different ways that you can do that. Patreon, Venmo, things like that. So PayPal. So if you want to do that, awesome. If not, so glad that you're listening. So glad that we're learning, growing, figuring 
figuring this thing out together. Okay, our passage for today, really excited. First Peter 2.15, it says this, For this is the will of God. We should just stop us right there, right? For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you uh, by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Okay, First Peter, two fifteen. For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. When I was a kid in high school, I always say like I did anything and everything that had a fish on it and that's just my sarcastic way of saying like I was just swimming in anything that had to do with uh, being a Christian or the church not that that's a bad thing and a bit sarcastic in this but um, one of the things that we did was that we picketed uh, abortion clinic abortion clinics and you know standing on the side of the road with these signs as people are driving by and 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 I did feel a sense of justice in it but there you know something else kind of inside of me goes man but yes I deeply care for these children and I and I mean just all cards on the table I still care about it um still care deeply about it but I also I don't think I considered those in the cars or those driving to the clinic you know, in my mind, those were like uh, the bad people making the bad decisions, and we were the right ones making the right decisions. Without considering, like, oh, that 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 might make an impact on this good news that we're proclaiming. And not to say that it isn't something we should stand up for, and not to say it isn't something that we should, you know, be frustrated about or confused about. I'm not saying any of that. I just never considered the other people in the car. I never considered how that impacted them. And so I, I, I love what Peter is trying to communicate uh, to the early church here. Because again, he's teaching to a church that's new. He's teaching to a church that's going through incredible amounts of conflict and struggle. And he's trying to proclaim to them a different way of thinking, a different way of living. He's like, listen, by doing good, you put to silence the ignorance of foolish people by doing good. And I just started thinking through the, the one. He starts off by saying, and again, always very important, this is the will of God. Now, as the apostles proclaim something that you know that's not just founded in their opinion. That is real truth. <laughs> Spirit-inspired truth that they are speaking and saying, hey, I know there's lots of debate on what the will of God is and what we should do and what we shouldn't do. I know there's some really confusing things as you go through scripture. You're like, wow, I don't really understand that. I don't really uh, get that. But this, he's like, you, this should not be confusing. This should be very, very clear. The will of God is about doing good in this world. Doing good in this world. And here's what I find. I find, one, that to be just so clear and so true. But what I find in this period of church history, and if you just track church history, we've not done a good job with this. We've really failed in this department in many ways. And it's why we constantly are being criticized by the culture, by those who may don't know the truth, that the truth hasn't set them free. 
because we have not modeled this good works that is the will of the Lord in front of them. So the, to, to kind of quiet all that noise, because if we're honest, and we just kind of look in the mirror, we go, we've been pretty hypocritical. We speak out of both sides of our mouth. We talk about love. We just don't love, <laughs> you know, and, and, and to our culture, they're like, this is confusing. And so they rise up. But what happens, Peter's going, like, what happens when you live into the will of God, which is the will of God is to do works, to do good works in a way that just silences people. They have no defense against us. They're just like, to do great work. I mean, the work that Mother Teresa does in Calcutta, like, who's going to stand up and say, don't do that work? It's good work. You're caring for people that nobody wants to care for. Good work caring for kids, foster kids. It's good work. The caring for the widow. It's good work. Caring for the poor. It's good work. Who's going to say, don't do that? Don't, don't care for hurting people. No. This is what we, you know, the Christian faith has moved forward because we have been a people of good works an ethic of good works has come from a good God to his people and he's like be a good people who do good works because I'm a good God but what I find so in just horrifying and heartbreaking is that we oftentimes choose revenge and retaliation this is the way we're going to get. We often use our social media to proclaim how stupid everyone is. And here's an even heart, more heartbreaking thing. We'll criticize one another. Other brothers and sisters of Christ ripping them apart on social media. On a platform that has no faces. And we can stand behind our screens and we can just type these opinions about one another. And the culture around goes... What is that all about? He who knew no sin became sin so you could be the righteousness of God. We keep using this. I love that passage so much. That's why I use it. Oh, because it doesn't make sense. But it is who he is and it's what he's inviting us to do. And to be honest, when we seek retaliation and we seek revenge and we don't do good works, it shows how absolutely foolish we are, how absolutely weak we are. It doesn't show that we're people of the kingdom of God. It's like, no, you're no different. You know, God comes back to us and he's like, listen, if you're struggling and you want to go after somebody, just remind them that vengeance is mine. It's like, let's just take that weight off your shoulders. If you're out there trying to get after everybody and go after everybody, it's okay. It's on my shoulders, not yours. I am just, I'm fully just, I'm fully truth, I'm fully love. Let me do that work. So it doesn't have to be yours. It's not about your retaliation. But we are wired that way. And it, and it just doesn't look good. And it isn't what we've been called to do. And to be honest, it's not God's will. If you're wondering what God's will is, it's not that. It's not that. Well, then the question is, well, what is God's will? Look to Jesus. The reason why Peter 
is proclaiming this so strongly is because he saw Jesus hang on a cross, forgive not only his sins, but the sins of the world. Peter knows. Peter knows what that redemption feels. Peter knows what it was, what it is to not be exiled as a result of denying Jesus, but he knows that grace and that mercy. He knows. He, he, he saw Jesus on the cross who proclaimed, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Those kind of good works that he touched the Samaritan, that he hung out with the tax collector, he hung out with Zacchaeus. He was known, known as a friend of sinners. And so it's almost like Peter's looking at each and every one of us and going, what about you? Because if you, listen, you can say a lot of things about Jesus. You can deny him. But you cannot say he did not do good works. Has historically been proven over and over. Now, what I say, and I, what I believe, all of I believe, all of you believe, he is the sinless Son of God, come to rescue and ransom all humanity back to Himself. But if people try to criticize Jesus, look foolish. Just look foolish. This is the kind of life He's inviting you and I into. Let's do good works. So much to the point, like they just don't even know what to say. Because if you lay down your life, no one can take it. That's what Jesus did. He laid down. It's like, nobody takes my life. I lay it down freely. What do you do with that? That's power. That's power. That's the will of God. That's what we've been invited in to do and and, and the way to live. And so the question is really kind of straightforward, right to the point. And what good could you do today that silences those around you? I mean, just think about your workplace. You're so busy trying to make a point and you want to tell everybody why your boss is wrong. What if you just flip that? What if you choose like, no, I'm just going to do good. And I'm going to be the hardest worker in this office. How would that change things? A student in school, a husband, a wife, a friend, just think how this could revel, a neighbor, just think how this could revolutionize whatever context you find yourself in. And so we pray, Father God, we need your help to live this good will, that your will, God's will, out in our lives. We need your help, Father, to live your will out. Help us, lead us, guide us through your spirit to do the works that you've called us to do. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.